With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad you're here tonight joining me in whatever part of the world you're listening to me from, whatever time zone. My name is Deborah Lacewell, and I'm your host, the host of Fire Talk Radio. And tonight I'm going to be finishing on a four-part series of of my mission, and tonight is fulfilling my mission. And so uh, it's a, uh, I'm going to be doing a different topic or a different, yeah, different topic every month. And I'm going to try and catch up some on the 25th of uh, this month is actually, I mean, winter camp meeting. So it will be, it will be, uh. I'll be recording some, and I'm trying to get caught up because already in the so the second week or something like that, the second week of the month, and uh, let's see here. Well, I should say it's actually it's the third Friday, so I need to catch up so that all of this month's topic will be played this this uh, this month before I go into a new topic next month. So maybe what I'll do is I'll I'll record I'll pre-record uh, and I'll air them next uh, the two last Fridays in the month and then I'll probably air one I may air the last I don't know how I'm gonna do it but <laughs> it's gonna get done so that we're all caught up and on to the next topic and. Uh, you know, I just want to tell you, I feel strongly to tell you that if nobody has ever told you God loves you and he has a great plan for your life, and if you're not for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven if you died this very second, you know, the Holy Bible reads we've all sinned. None of this is perfect. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, the wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon his name shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and just repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. 
fill me with the Holy Spirit, passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I want to tell you right now, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I tell you today that all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much and has a great, great plan for your life. And I want to let you know right now that all of heaven is rejoicing because you said that, that prayer and you asked Jesus in your heart. As I said, I felt very strongly to to say it at the beginning of the show. And, uh, but, uh, welcome, welcome. That's the best decision, one of the best decisions, well, actually, the best decision you ever made. So, praise God. I just, uh, I'm going to go to a quick uh, song here, and I'll be back in a little while, and I'll be teaching the message. I'll be back shortly. Oh 
holy. So holy. As I said tonight, I am going to be continuing my, uh, well, actually ending just this one particular um, one is on my mission, my mission, my purpose. And I'm going to conclude that particular topic. And then I'm going to catch up on some other ones, as I said. But uh, I'll, I'll make uh, try and make that uh, available to you as uh, quickly as possible and, and let you know ahead of time when those are going to be. I definitely two of them uh, on the two Fridays to come, but somehow I'm going to put the the um, I'm going to put the anyway it'll all work out. <laughs> so let's see. I'm going to start off tonight with a moment of prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this moment and time that you have you have given me this opportunity to speak to your people, touch their hearts, Father God, and help them be receptive to the word and help them have an understanding of it. I thank you, Father God, right now that that they understand that, that I speak your word clearly and that the Holy Spirit guide me and guide them and touch their hearts. And I thank you for it, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, tonight is fulfilling my mission. That's the last part on my mission, my purpose. The foundation scriptures are Mark 16, verses 15 through 20, and Acts 1, 4 through 5 and 8. Mark sixteen fifteen reads, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. And while being in their company and eating with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, of which he said, You have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but not many days from now you shall be baptized with, placed in, introduced into the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, 
and all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. Those last two scriptures were in the Amplified Version. Now, this mission is a divine mission. It's involving the Great Commission. Every one of you is called of God, called to be a follower of Jesus, called to proclaim the good news, called to be a disciple of his, called to make disciples that are his, called to be like Jesus. You and I are on a mission brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. You and I have a divine destiny to fulfill. And this is the reason why we exist. You and I are stewards of God's grace and glory. And we're called to manifest his anointing. We're also called to occupy till he comes again. Until all he has entrusted to you. Use all that he has entrusted to you. Multiply talents as you go in order that the whole world may know. All are called to a ministry of reconciliation. All are called to be a witness. All are called to use their talents for the king. All are called to support kingdom work. All are called to multiply and produce fruit. This is your mission. In order to accomplish your mission, it takes everything God has given you. You have the grace it takes and the grace you need. It's not a sleep, it's a race. You have to work diligently at your mission, redeeming the time because the days are evil. And know that we're going to give an account of what we have done with what God has entrusted to us, our time, our talents, our treasure, our tongue. So basically our time how do you spend your day? Do you put off to tomorrow what you can do today, like if it's cleaning or if it's an assignment for school, whatever the case may be? Do you spend most of your time playing video games on Facebook, watching TV or old shows on YouTube? How much of your day, how much of the time in the day or of an hour or of the week or the month do you spend trying to advance the kingdom of God that with that time for him? How much only you can answer that question and time to take an inventory of how we spend our time and time management and as it says, redeeming the, the, the time for the days are evil. So we need to we need to take stock and and spend out how we're spending the, find out how we're spending that time. 
It's very important because life is a vapor. It's here one minute and next is gone, just like vapor is. So we have to use the time wisely. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching a movie as long as it's a godly movie. Uh, something that's, you know, you've got to protect your ear, your eyes, your ear gates, your gateways to the soul. You've got to protect your eyes, watch watch what you're watching, what you're seeing, even if you don't know it's going to be on there or it's an accident. You have to be careful what you hear. If it's cussing, if it's just different things, and just have to be really, really careful. So there's nothing wrong with watching a movie. Um or or doing things like these uh, that I mentioned earlier, but it's it's over an an ex, excess of you doing it. How much is too much time? Are you wasting time? What areas of time are you wasting that could be used for for furthering the kingdom of God and could be used toward your eternal purpose? And our talents, our gifts. Do you write well? Do you do creative writing? Do you have the gift of administration? Are you good at writing computer programs? Do you sing really well and worship the Lord? Do you play an instrument? What gifts and talents has God given you? Has he entrusted you with that that you could you could be using for his glory and to further his glory and to attract people to to him. And what about your treasure? Your money? Where where does your where does your treasure go? Does it go to help people? And the Bible says there's nothing wrong with having money. The love of the love of money is the root of all evil. But there's nothing wrong with having money. There's nothing wrong with being blessed and and being and God prospering, prospering you or me. And of course, it says in Malachi chapter three, it talks about bringing all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, here was saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you, you do not have room enough to receive, and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. All nations will call you blessed. So it's, the tithe is the 10%. Every, every, if you get a paycheck every two weeks, Immediately before taxes, or um, or take just before anything, I might have that part wrong, but it's just your gross income or your net, your the part that's yours, that your your paycheck. I know that they take some things out, the government takes some things out of check, but what you have that lump sum before you do anything with it, ten percent goes toward to, is paid to the local church. Uh, well, actually, the church that you attend, that you're fed the Word of God, and that you're that you're that you are blessed there, and that you're growing in that ten percent belongs there. And uh, some people, I mean, is this ten percent? And ten percent is is the 
is really the minimum because if if a person is just tithing, then they're not giving, they're not sowing. And I don't mean that condemningly. I'm just really making a statement, um, not to worry you personally, but I'm just making a statement that if a person is not is only tithing, then they're not giving of their treasure. Yes, they're giving 10%, which is rightfully God's, but if they're giving nothing over the 10%, then they're not actually giving, but they're tithing, which is good that they're tithing, but it's time to stretch your faith even if you can stretch your faith and believe God that you can give a quarter or a dollar or a couple of dollars or even more, whatever God lays on your heart to give and furthering the, the furthering the gospel, furthering the kingdom of God, because with, with giving, you know, whatever you sow, you shall reap. And my pastor has taught it a lot. He says he's, told people in different parts of the world when he's been preaching, he doesn't care if they bring a walrus walrus tooth or an ostrich egg, but to give something. People have given, taken off buttons off their shirt or off their jacket and uh, put it in the offering. And it's just sowing into the anointing, giving something to God, not coming empty-handed but also with the treasure, furthering the kingdom, investing in in what God has us to do that will further 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 it along. Huh, the next one our tongue. We will be given an account of our gave account to God of what we have done with our time, talents, treasure and our Tongue. Ooh. <laughs> that one right there is a tricky one. We're gonna be get we're gonna be given an idle we're gonna be have to give an account of every idle word that comes out of our mouth. And uh everything. Um how do we use our tongue? Do we build people up or tear them down with it? Do we gossip and backbite and stab them behind their backs when they're not looking? And then when they're facing us, do we tell them how how much they're great and good and talk all kinds of great stuff up behind their back? We, we, we stab them with our tongue. And do we uh, speak curses over people? I mean, or do we speak life? Or, uh, because, you know, blessings and or do we speak death over people? The tongue's a powerful, powerful thing. Our words are powerful. In the book of Proverbs it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So it's very important to be careful what we speak. I know of a person that had a family member and they had uh, it was a it was a it was a young boy, and they had two sisters, and um, everybody was saying around them how much this this boy was going to probably grow up gay, um, grow up homosexual because he was around girls all the time, and uh, he had two sisters, he didn't have any brothers, he was playing with dolls, and 
And they kept saying, he's probably going to turn out gay. And they said this for years, all his life. Well, he turned out gay. He turned out homosexual. They didn't realize it, but they were cursing him with their words. They were, they, they're, they weren't watching what they said, and they didn't even realize what they had done. And they probably still don't even realize it to this day. So we have to be very, very careful what we speak. And that's a, that's a show in itself. Our, our tongue, or at least a good part of a show, is our words that we speak. And they bring life and death. And we, when we speak and we quote the Word of God, you know, angels, the angels of God hearken to His Word and they God perform, to perform it and make it come to pass. And God's word does not return void. So if we don't, it's that old saying, if you don't, don't don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Even if you're just by yourself and you just feel like getting it off your chest, because trust me, you have to give an, a word, an account for that word that you gave. So we have to be very, very careful. Because we only have this life to live and accomplish this mission. This life, however long or short it is, sets, affects, and determines your eternity, which is forever. Think about it forever. There was, uh, my pastor had this illustration for somebody who was wondering to get an idea of what eternity was. And there's a place in, I think it's Cape Cod in, in Africa, and it's uh, called Tabletop Mountain. And uh, it's, uh, I think that's what they call it, Tabletop Mountain. And um, it's a really, really tall mountain, and it's got this cloud co- covering the top of it. Sometimes when the cloud comes over, it looks like a, like a, um, tablecloth, so and that's why they call it, and sometimes when it lifts it doesn't, but that's why, I think that's why they called it, but um, anyway, they were saying that, imagine a little bird like a sparrow, and they came to Tabletop Mountain and they they they, pe- they pecked their beak on it three times, and then they flew away, and they came back yeah, every day and then flew away, and they did that three times. By the time they finally got down to the bottom of it, eternity would have just begun and just started. That's a long, long time. That's, that was a good illustration. I'm going to put a uh, find the tabletop mountain and put a picture of it on, on here for you, and so you can look at it and, and get an idea. And it's your responsibility to find your mission, to seek God. Use your talents and time and tongue and treasure and just you to find what it is, what your mission is. Very, very, very important. You know, I I uh, gonna go to another quick song, and then 
I'm going to be back with you in just a few minutes. Oh. 
praise God for the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, nothing like the Holy Spirit. I'm so grateful and thankful for the Holy Spirit, the day of Pentecost, and the Holy Spirit is everything that we need, and then some, he's everything that we need, he is, comforter, friend, teacher, guide. In fact, if you've not been baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and you would like to be, just repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, fill me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Amen. Fire. Fire of God right now in you in the name of Jesus. Filled. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now just open your mouth and don't speak in any earthly language that you know, Spanish, English, Mexican, Filipino, whatever language, no language that you know. Just open your mouth and let the syllables come out, and don't think about it. Just let it happen from your spirit. There you go. Keep on speaking louder, louder. There you go. You got it. You got it. There you are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, Keep practicing, or not practicing, but just keep allowing the Holy Ghost to just speak for you. And before you know it, you won't just have a couple, it may just be a couple of syllables at once, but before you know it, it'll be uh, be uh, more, more and more. So I'm happy for you. And if you didn't get it right at this particular moment in time, don't be discouraged. Just stand on the Word of God and know that you will get it soon because... There have been testimonies of people that didn't get it right away, and then when they weren't thinking about it and they weren't in their head, they were just doing something else, dishes or something, they started, they just started speaking in tongues. It just came right out because they were standing in faith on the Word. Now, continuing then on with the last part of this lesson is, uh, oh, just on a side note to let you all know, I know that I do schedule these shows for two hours, but sometimes they're half an hour, sometimes they're 40 minutes, sometimes 45 hour, different varying lengths. So I just put them for two hours just in case I have enough time in case I need it. So now in this last part of this uh, teaching, Write the vision, make it plain. Habakkuk 2, verses 2 through 3 says, Therefore we must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the words spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by who heard him? 
God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Philippians 2, 12-13 Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Your godly desires turn into godly goals inspired by the Holy Spirit. So the de- the desires that we have, God God is the one that places them there and gives us a desire to do those things. So they turn into godly goals and uh and they're inspired and directed and guided and led by the Holy Spirit. Focus in on the vision and move in that direction. Educate yourself. Associate with people who are successful in that field. Glean from them. Learn from their mistakes and from your own. For example, educate yourself on a certain certain topic, like if there's a, some, some kind of business you need to get involved in or there's some kind of uh, topic you want to teach on or just learn about, then then educate. There's all kinds of things on the web, the Internet, or even in books in the stores, or just uh, YouTube. Um, There's all kinds of places that you can educate yourself with. And associating with people who who are successful in that field also helps because it will motivate you and it will... And if you glean from them, learn from them, and also from their mistakes, because the best way to learn is uh, uh, from from our own mistakes and from other people's mistakes. If we learn from other people's mistakes, then hopefully if we learn from their mistakes, we will not make them ourselves. Now, three years of total focus will move you into your destiny. And this means a holy life, godly thoughts, godly words, godly actions, and godly deeds. Like earlier I was speaking about uh, uh, words, you know, the tongue. You have to have godly words um, and thoughts. Even having to train our, our, our the way we think because sometimes, you know, you're saying something to somebody and then you're thinking something completely different and just training training the the thoughts, thought life to line up with the Word of God, to line up with this, having the mind of Christ and allowing His thoughts to be in there. Not every thought is yours, by the way. Uh, some thoughts are fiery darts from the wicked one, from the devil, putting thoughts in your head that aren't even your own, and then you think, oh my goodness, I thought that thought, I can't believe it. That's really not your thought. So just take it captive to the obedience of Christ and let it make make it line up with the Word of God. And so when these three years, uh, we will have all, all of the above that I just mentioned, all of what I just said. 
and living a holy and a pure life is very vitally important because uh, you shall ascend into his holy hill. He has clean hands and a pure heart. And then godly actions, you know, being Christ-like, being Holy Ghost-possessed, if you want to call it that, allowing God to just take complete control of you, of your life, your thoughts, your words, your actions, and your deeds, and consecrating your life, your will, make it his will. Let, let him take complete control. If Hitler or Saddam Hussein or these people that were possessed by devils completely possessed, could, one person could, could yield themselves completely to Satan and demons and wreak havoc and do the things that were done, then what can one man or one woman or one child filled with the Holy Ghost yielded completely to the Holy Ghost do? You won't know unless you do it, unless you yield completely to him. But, oh, my, so much, so much, just beyond your wild, exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever hope, wish, or imagine, or dream, according to the power that is at work within you. And that power is the Holy Ghost. And the result will be a life fully controlled by the Spirit of God, resulting in you and me becoming a glove on the hand of God. You and I will fulfill our eternal purposes. You will fulfill your eternal destiny. You will fulfill your eternal purpose, and so will I. Now, in conclusion, I just want to say that be a faithful follower of Jesus. Be a witness and win souls. Be a tither and a giver. We spoke about that earlier. And raise the standard of your giving. If you're if you're if you're used to giving a certain amount, if it's whether it's money or clothes or time or talents or whatever it is, because time is is also uh, sowing. It's uh, sowing your time. Um, so if you're if you're in a comfort zone with tithing and giving, raise the standard of that giving, um, and even tithing. If you don't feel you want to, if you don't want to just give ten percent, you want to up that to eleven percent, twelve percent, thirteen percent. Yes, you only have to give ten percent, but if you feel like you want to raise that tithe, nothing wrong with that. Be spirit led in your giving, but always make sure it's ten percent that you tithe or above, and also raise the standard of your giving. And be plugged into a local church that has a vision. Because when you're faithful with, somebody, with that, that house's vision, God will God will make yours come to pass. And lastly, be teachable. It's very important to be teachable and to stay humble. So I pray that this blessed you in the conclusion of, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> my perp- my mission, my purpose. So um, I'm going to play a quick intro here from about winter camp meeting we have coming up 
on um, January 25th, as a matter of fact, from Sunday to Sunday, February 1st. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that time and, and pressing into the Lord. I'll be right back. Hey, Rodney Outbound here inviting you to come and be a part with us. Winter, Signs and Wonders Camp Meeting right here in Tampa, Florida, the 25th of January through the 1st of February. Two meetings a day, Sunday to Sunday is going to be epic. Get on a plane, get on a train, get on a bus, a bicycle, the back of a camel, whatever you need to do in a canoe, get you to Tampa. It's going to be a time of great praise and worship and the ministry of the Word and the move of the Holy Spirit. And the theme of this week is called Possessing the Land. And I believe 2015 is going to be a year of possessing the land. And we're going to see a mass mobilization of God's people for what God's purpose and plan is for their life for 2015. So what better way to dedicate right in the opening month of 2015. Come and be a part in the winter Signs and Wonders campaign. I'm looking to see you. Come on. Talking and I forgot to unmute my microphone. <laughs> okay, let me try this again. It's going to be a powerful, powerful time of pressing into the Holy Ghost, and it's going to be an awesome week. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And uh, for further information on that, go to revival.com. That's R-E-V-I-V-A-L.com. So just go to revival.com and it'll give you and you can also pre-register there and find out more information. You can also watch the archives of all the shows that um I mean all the churches uh church services and um so you can you can do that there as well and you can also check out the the um you can check out the the River Bible Institute on there as well. Now, the River Bible Institute is awesome. I did two years there, and uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. I'll be right back with you. In the world, there is a problem. People are hurting. People are empty. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This 
is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling and deepen your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference and set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer? question will you answer you answer the call of God on your life and the cry of the lost if if money has been an obstacle um, paying tuition I've got great news for you I, I have been given a permission to give you a scholarship full free scholarship you don't have to pay it back just go to uh, rivercom riverschoolofworship.com riverschoolofgovernment.com so it's riverbibleinstitute.com riverschoolofworship.com and riverschoolofgovernment.com you can go check it out there, and uh, next intake is August of this year. I'm not sure the exact date yet, but I'll give you a lot of information on those websites, and also there's um, a couple links on on Revival.com as well. So there is a, there are links there. So. Also, if you have a um, prayer request, feel free to call 813, wait, let me, let's um, call 866-857-4837. That's 866-857-4837. You can call 24-7 on that one. And also you can get call 813-971-9999, but that's open just basically during um, normal, regular business hours. So, And, uh, so, and if you have any prayer requests, comments, questions, feel free to email me at firetalkradio2, that's with a number 2, at yahoo.com that's firetalkradio2 number 2 at yahoo.com also um, I'm looking to get as many followers as possible if you want to just follow me and uh, on my home page of blog talk the more followers I get the more I can uh, apply for iHeartRadio and I just think you get 100 followers then you can apply there so I'd love to have you follow me on 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 my blog, on my homepage, just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash firetalkradio2. That's number two. It says blogtalkradio.com 
forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2 for the number 2. And you can check out uh, you can check out my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2 with a number 2. <laughs> so uh, also there's iTunes and Twitter and if you're listening to this because this is is only one one venue one that is is playing this teaching there's iTunes there's Roku there's 20 at least 25 different other websites that are playing this podcast so just to let those know that you can go to those places and and um and then that way uh you can get uh, information that you need. Well, I think that's everything. I think that covers everything. I hope, I pray. <laughs> I'm so delighted you joined me tonight. Uh, really glad you were here and be part of this special night. And you are loved. You are valuable. You are accepted in the beloved you're priceless to him. You mean more to him than anything. And he loves you so very much. And I love you. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.